lost, but I'm still in like I'm filmic. But you still stick, flipping birdies real quick for the music. Get the meal quick to the table, get your filter. Can't remember how to feel shit. Take a real hit to the ego. Pop a pill, sip, no placebo. Now that trail shit you said you people. Make you real sick, play the people. Now that hell shit becoming lethal. Hey, see, I've been falling back, watch you get from a distance. Nose bleeds, OBs from the children. Uh, no fees, cold feet when it's finished. Uh, no peace in the streets that we live in. I can't say shit that'll make y'all change So I'ma stay rich in this good y'all claim Forever rich in the cut, it's a wrap Ain't talking about the cash, but we keep it in the bag, no What is good, everybody? It's your boy, King Domini, the handsomest man in the world um, Of course, we got another episode with my my main man, Mr. A.B. Guapo How you doing, my dude? A.B. Goat, thank you But, uh, yeah, I'm doing good, Guapo. man Goat I'm doing good, man. You know, it's been a great, it was a good week. Um, That's I good. What'd you to... do? Uh, let's see. Let me think. I rode, was that this week? No, no, no. Oh, so this week I went to, that was last week. My bad. This week I did the, uh, so they have this thing here on every like three weeks or every third Saturday, excuse me of the month they have this thing called like a cigar social at this like little dive bar thing it's like kind of indoor outdoor so it's from like black lounge. yeah yeah the place is called uh no names lounge is actually where they have it at but it's uh it's called p uh pc cigar so they like do it all around panama city and like pensacola and stuff so every third saturday they come here and do it it's pretty cool it's like a, they sell cigars. I don't smoke cigars, but the the vibe's cool. They play like oldies, like '90s music and stuff like that, and like they have like live jazz playing. So it's it's probably just good to hang out and hear like actual, you know, black people music. Not you know, no no offense to country and rock and all that stuff, but it's not my thing. So you know, when you go out around here in, in uh Panama City, it's just uh. It's not that uh, bad. It's please don't press bad. me uh, when I go out there, fans. Uh, yeah. You know, living in Panama City. Please don't press me. But, but um, yeah. So when you when you go out here, you know, you get a lot of that, and so it's just good to get one thing in where you're not gonna hear that shit, and you get to see a lot of black folks, and no one's fighting, no one's acting up, cutting up. Just people are just actually having a genuine good time. So. It was cool, but other than that, uh, it was just a tour typical boring weekend. Why about yourself? Anything? Those be the best spots, like where the old heads be hanging out with, because you know, like they too old to be fighting, and but they right. be getting it. Like they be, they like they, they have a good they go time. out yeah. to have a good time, yeah, and like that's how you begin free drinks because you know one, one dude have a conversation with you, then his whole group is like, oh hey, here's a shot, and be like. Appreciate you, my dude. Appreciate you. Oh, hey, here's another shot. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. So by yes. that time, you you feeling it. They feeling it. Everybody having a good time. It's like a, a, a family reunion with people you don't even know. Basically. It was basically like a family reunion. And so I was there with one of my friends from my old job. Uh, and he he's a little older. He's not that old. He's only like, he's 41, 42. But uh, we're going to um, Biketoberfest in October. So we were we were sitting there planning on our our biketober our route and getting the trailer and stuff ready, you know. So we'll, we'll have maybe I'll have to get some uh, bring my camera. I, I always say this and record, but 
You don't never record yeah, shit. Yeah, I never record shit. I just always be forgetting because like I'm one of those people, like, I'm not big on my phone. You already know this about me. I put my shit all the way in like some other room and just never touch it for like six hours and then I go back like, oh shit. So this person texts me or this person called me. So like especially when I'm on a trip, like I just don't be on my phone. Like I just kind of forget about shit and then like it will like click in my brain. Like when we were in Chicago, I was like, oh fuck, we're supposed to be recording shit. Then I'll like record things for like five minutes and then I'll be like, all right, that's enough. And then and then like I five hours will go by and I'll be like, oh shit, I was supposed to be recording. So don't worry, fans. When we go to New Orleans, your boy got the GoPro, got the camera ready. So this time we're gonna actually have some good footage. It's not that half ass fifteen second Snapchat type shit. So yeah. But anyway, my week uh was actually pretty good. Can't complain. Um, work was a grind, uh, but you know, I say that every week cause it usually is, but it seemed like the, the more you got into the week, the better it got. So by Friday, you're just like, let's go. Um, got some quality time with, uh, Raven. Uh, we went out on a date. We went to get some sushi haven't had sushi in a hot minute, so we were like, yeah, let's get this. Actually, a little nice little place. I had some sake! So, you know, I had to, you know, get a little wine tipsy. Um, it was actually pretty good. It was a, a sake called Snowman, which it was cold. And, you know, we, on, we only drink the warm sake, so it was a little different. But it was actually really good. Um, I almost fucked up and poured my own sake, though. Big no-no. Um, and then we went to uh, this place called Battle. It's basically uh, one of those axe throwing places. And mm. that shit was actually yeah. pretty fun. It, it just sucks because, like, you'd be trying to aim for, like, I was hitting, like, in the bullseye area, but I wasn't trying to, like, because so, like, there's, like, different games you can play, like, tic-tac-toe and shit. Yeah. And so yeah. they have, like, different areas that you like got to hit. Yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to hit them fucking points and I kept hitting bullseye. I was like, God damn it, man. If I was just like not paying attention, I was like, we was playing bullseye. I'll be killing y'all ass. But no, it was actually a really good time. And then uh, ironically, you know, I was giving you shit last week about going to the skating rink. Um, Right. Skating is fun. We ended up going skating. I was on I was on the old boys, you know, with the Lysol spray and everything. It was actually pretty fun. But I forgot how like. How much you use your legs. Yeah. Like my ankles and my fucking shins were hurting, bro. And then of course you gotta be ducking and dodges this motherfuckers. I was like, thought I was in an NFL highlight. I was like, dum 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 dum. But nah, uh, it was a pretty good time. Spend some time with some family. Um, but my week was really good. Can't complain. I'm ready to start this new week. Hopefully it's it's better than last week. The next day is better than yesterday, you know, and vice versa. But yes, yes, we, yes. we got some interesting topics. I'm not going to say good topics. They're very interesting. Uh, we're going to start out with the first one. Uh, a forever rich kind of mindset man. Uh, Ricky Ross uh, was fined by the feds, him and his family members, for multiple Wingstop restaurant violations. Um, apparently, you know, they wasn't up to code. It says on August 11th, the Department of Labor Wages and Hour Division announced it had collected 
114427 in back wages, liquidated damages, and civil penalties from five Wingstop's locations in the state operated by Big Wa- Big, or by Boss Wings in Enterprise. Um, XXL learned on Tuesday, August 16th, 51674 in back wages and liquidated damages for 244 workers were recovered, as well as an assessment of 62753 in civil money penalties. What's your point? What's your views? Well, I was, when I first saw the article, I and I still think this, it's probably not Rick Ross directly. No, it's probably just his umbrella, his company, whatever, big boss wings. So they automatically associate his name to it, you know, but there's probably some shysty people running it and uh, they just weren't doing right by, you know, Rick Ross and doing right by the employees. So um, this is part of the game. You know, you're opening a restaurant, you know, you got to follow the rules. You got to pay your taxes. You got to do Play the game right. If you don't play the game right, that's just what happens. You get fined. You get hemmed up. So hopefully Rick Ross gets all this stuff cleared up. I love Wingstop. One of my favorite places. Occasion um, fries or occasion yeah. wings. Occasion hot. Yes. Yeah, some good wings. Man, the fries are delicious. So I'm going to have to get need, some later tonight. They don't have one here in Panama. They do have one in Destin, though. But um, So hopefully they get one here soon. But uh, yeah, Wingstop's my spot, man. I love me some wings. So, I got like four around the corner. Well, I might have to hit up DoorDash. Yeah, I haven't been uh, last. What was the last time I was at Wingstop? Now I had Wingstop after Chicago, but it's been a while. So, but yeah, I love me some Wingstop. So, hopefully this gets cleared up, and hopefully they build one in Panama so I can enjoy some wings. See, the key to it though at Wingstop is you get the Cajun boys right, and then you don't eat them. You save them, let the let the juices, uh, the sauce soak in all the way through the bone, and then reheat them motherfuckers up and then eat them. It blows your fucking mind. Um, but yeah, I 1,000% agree with you. I feel like it was just, they just use Rick Ross to get clicks because it's Rick Ross. Like People are going to be like, damn, what's going on with Rick Ross? And click on to read whatever article they had out. Um, more than likely, see this. This is the downside to black excellence and empowering our people, because I'm pretty sure I'm not 100% sure because I didn't do my 100% research. I'm pretty sure it was some some people that Rick Ross knew that you know probably grew up with him in the streets or something like that, and he's trying to elevate them to, you know be a businessman and make money on their own, you know, instead of, you know, doing it in the streets or whatever. And I just feel like they probably had hood mentalities and just thought like, oh, well, you just gonna, I'm not gonna pay you then. And, you know, there are laws that, you know, prohibit people from not getting paid, you know, people working and not getting paid. So I feel like more than likely that's the gist of it. But at the end, end of the day, I don't think Rick Ross is out here like, fuck y'all, I'm not paying you guys shit. So I just think that the, it's a lesson learned, when, especially when you're doing business. But when, you know, when you got, when you're as big as Rick Ross and you got capital in like numerous things, it's hard to, you know, lock down everything. So I'm sure he got yeah. with this team, reviewed it, 
and make sure it doesn't happen again. But I mean, what's like the number one rule of business is don't mix family and business. Is it bad for business? So there you go. There's another reason. It's just another 30 million examples that you can find of, you know, trying to help family members out. And they kind of always come to bite you in the ass because you, you don't look at it black and white like you would, you know, if you don't know that person, you know, you see John who you don't know fucking up, you fire him and hire somebody else. See your cousin fucking up. You always want to give him more chances and you trying to help him, you know, and it always comes back to bite you in the ass. So, or even if you actually are strict and, you know, you enforce your rules on them, then it's like you got family drama because it's like, damn, how are you going to do that to your cousin? Like, do, 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 do. They was always there for you, blase, blase. See, when you got money, you change. And it's like, nah, man, you can't be doing the same shit. Like, that's that's a broke person mentality. That's not a forever rich mindset. It's like you can't be doing the same shit that you did back in the day and expect to be making big time money. Like, even like. Growing up, all the old heads that, you know, banged or sold drugs or whatever, they always told you, like, man, this ain't that, like, the only the only true gangsters are either dead or in jail. Like, you know, this is not a lifestyle for you. Like, keep that shit. Stay away from this shit. And, like, honestly, you always see it, like, you're either getting killed or you're motherfucking serving life sentences thinking that they hard or had they, they had to prove themselves to people. So... But yeah, it's same concept. Like you can't be doing shit like you was doing. Like it's kind of like now you can't be doing shit like you did in like middle school, high school, and then apply it to the adult world and expect you know to get good outcomes to it. Like no, you gotta evolve with you gotta evolve with the times. You know, exactly. You gotta exactly. adapt to your environment. You can't be motherfucking with billionaires at a equivalent to food stamp level like they're gonna just look at you like you're you ain't shit you know so yeah i 100 percent agree um but it's a lesson learned he'll, he'll get back on track it's ricky ross the boss so yeah Wingstop's still going strong they still gonna get my money i was a little disappointed though i ain't gonna lie that they try to do this thigh stop bullshit. Like, ain't nobody want no motherfucking thighs, bro. Uh, Give me yeah, my yeah, motherfucking wings. I forgot they were trying to do that. Yeah, they did. Try That's to do some that. bullshit. But, you know, speaking anyway. of a chicken place, why right before we transition, Chick fil A's trying wings out in like certain areas. Yeah, in Atlanta and yeah, uh, like Atlanta. Uh, I want to say Tennessee, like Nashville. Yeah, Atlanta. Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. Yeah, when I was just there. It didn't happen when I was there. But man, I want to. I saw a few videos of people posting that shit. That shit looks so good, bro. I want to try it so bad. I just want to try it so bad. I hopefully it does well enough where they keep expanding it out. Man, I know them shits are gonna be so good. I don't think I'm gonna eat them. I'll I'll probably wait a year because you know I gotta wait. You know, I I gotta wait till it's like it has some weight to it, not just when it's like popular because everybody want it because then that's when it's really it gets sloppy i gotta have it to where you know sustain success so but i'll try it eventually maybe if i go to atlanta again or if i go to nashville or some shit i might be like yeah that's what i'm saying hopefully in like the next three or four months it does well enough to where they're like okay fuck it we'll try it you know more places let me get a five wing waffle fries yeah and a half lemonade half iced tea 
That would be fire. Moving on to our next topic, guys. A very interesting one. Um, We always talk about race on on this podcast because as much as people don't want to admit to it, uh, it has a big impact on society. Um, And a black professor who studies housing discrimination had his home estimated to be worth $4,072,000. A mortgage lender denied a refinance loan after him and his wife removed info that black people lived there. A second appraiser valued his house at 75, 750k. We're both homeowners. We're both black. Um, We we learned the curves and the the trials of this market, um, seeming that we both bought our houses within the last three years. Um, What's your take on this? This is the second time we've had a topic on uh, homeowners and uh, discrimination. So definitely seems to be a trend. But I will say um, it's sad if, you know, People are appraising and losing value just because black people live there. I don't even know how you get away with something like that, but um, it's it's sad that we're even talking about something like that in 2022. But we are, and you know, it seems to be in a reoccurring theme just throughout the America. You know, it's just something we can't really escape. So I'm I am glad though that uh, it's being brought to the light. Um, to show people, hey, you know, these are things you got to look for. You know, don't always go with the first opinion you get on the situation, especially something like an appraisal of a house. You kind of already know now what the tools out there, Zillow and stuff like that, they tell you about what your house is worth. So you probably already knew my shit's probably worth a little more. Wait, my shit worth more than 425K. So, you know, and that's the beauty of, you know, transparency out here in the world because, you know, if you're getting screwed over. So he he uh, he definitely got lucky living in the times we live in because, you know, imagine if it was like 1992, the Internet's, you know, not as prominent and he's getting his house appraised. You know, that'd be it for him. You know, he would just have that one opinion. He wouldn't really know, maybe not even know really what his house was worth. And it makes me wonder, like, how many people have been bamboozled at, oh, with an appraisal? You know, millions of people. Yeah, back before you know the internet was prominent, and you could really check these type of things, and and like discrimination, you know, was still a thing. You know, sixties and seventies, and people were buying homes. You know, black people were buying homes, or they were probably getting ripped off really bad. So I hope this is not something that we continue to see. I hope it's something we see go in the opposite direction, but I'm not too confident. You know, it is America. So we always see America. Yeah. We always seem to pick the wrong, whatever the wrongest direction is the fun. We, that's where we point our compass to and go hard at. So, um, where we're going, there are no roads. <laughs> but, yeah. So, what about you? What do you What do you think about the situation? I think it is a shitty ass situation, but I'm I'm glad that he was smart enough. And I mean, of course, he's a professor, so he he knows his shit. But I think the like that's one thing that as as 
African Americans and minorities altogether that we need to start being more paying attention to. Like, uh, of course, you know your boy loves his sneakers, but we need to stop focusing on you know sneakers, chains, jewelry, cars, and shit like that, and start thinking of the bigger picture because you know, land, properties, and shit like that, that's where you get most of your power from. Um, and that's generational like, wealth, too. That stuff yeah. is hand down to your kids and your grandkids. And... So, like, for me, I when I moved in my house, I got mine for, like, 205. And within the, like, first six months, my shit already skyrocketed up, like, 30 extra grand. But I also am smart. Like, I, every, I don't know about you, but it's like the moment I start buying, the moment after I have my house, like I constantly get shit in the mail talking about, you can sell us your home. We'll take it as is. Cash and everything. And it's like, nah, you're not going to get me with that bullshit, bro. Because as smart as I am, I see the reason why I like my house is not the most fanciest house in the neighborhood, but it has the, it, the body is, is has everything that I need and the location is excellent. And I see everything that's being built around my house and my neighborhood to where they're really just gentrifying the whole neighborhood. Like, you know how they gentrify in lo- your neighborhood when motherfuckers is putting up sidewalks and shit where there was never sidewalks and, you know, bicycle lanes and all this type of extra bullshit. But I like, I see where the, I see how this area is getting built up and it's like, hell no, nah, I'm not selling my shit. And if I am selling my shit, it ain't even going to be cl- nowhere near what I'm going to fucking want to take to take this because so- sooner or later, in probably like two or three years, my house could probably be like half a million dollars just because of the area, the location, what they're building around here. Like I'm not passing that up, even if when I buy my next house. Luckily, I'm going to use my GI Bill because I didn't use it on this one. But I'm going to fucking still try to find a means to keep this house and, and rent it out. Like, there, I'm trying to keep, you know, an extra revenue for, you know, Mars and all my, my kids to where, you know, we're just stacking up wealth. Like, we, like, bro, we elevate it. Like, this ain't like our parents, they were just, you know, happy with getting a house. And then, you know, if they were able to, you know, makes a little bit of extra means doing like these little side hustles, things, whatever, then they were cool with it. Now we evolved. Like that's just the bare minimum. It was just like for our parents, like graduating high school was like an achievement. Like, like you, you did something in the world. When I came around, like when when I was growing up, it was like college degree or bus. Like there is no like high school. Cool. That's cool. You did. You did something, but that ain't nothing. Now it's like move to the next, the next goal. Same thing with how Mars is. Uh, what you got a degree? Well, that's not enough. What you got a a doctor, doctorate, you got a master's? Like, what are you trying to do? Like, it's always about elevating. So, uh, society's always gonna try to find a way to fuck you. Uh, we ain't never just going to be handed our 40 acres in a mule like some of our counterparts. So by all means, stay educated in in what you're you're trying to do, especially if you're trying to refinance, because everybody knows what you're trying to do when you refinance, you're trying to, you know. Take the uh, equity. Yeah, take the equity, you're trying to upgrade your house even more. So then, you know, that his shit went from 
442k to or 420 some k to 750 so if he has that 300 300,000 then you probably know he's going to do some more upgrades to make it close to a million dollars as possible or you know so or you know take it you know pay off some other shit so you know you can pay for colleges and all types of extra shit so you just gotta stay educated man like and it's and the good thing about today's era is there's so many damn revenues for you to educate yourself you got youtube you got all these podcasts you got ted talks you got books like sky's the limit now for you to be educated and you know it's it's gonna be hard because it'd be hard for me i got like three books that I, i've been like oh i'm gonna read and i haven't left a page but you know you got some 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 days you just gotta put down social media it's none of that shit's changing it's gonna be the same uh, fucking photos same fucking videos over and over again um and put that shit down and start just educating yourself because these people that be fucking you over it's not they're not doing nothing that's super super like not obvious you're just not educated enough to understand what they're trying to do to you so kudos to him i hope more people are get educated because when it comes to shit like this where it's like like you said generational wealth and changes a lot of people's uh livelihoods like you got to be on your a game this ain't no shit you could just wing it and call it a day yeah, because someone will take something from you real quick. So that's that's just how America is. It's, it's capitalism. It's got to stay up on top, you know. And even when you're, like, thinking about refinancing and stuff like that, you got to be wise, you know. Look at the interest rates currently because when you refinance, you're going to get a, the current interest rate. So if your interest rate now is worse than it is well, or is worse than it was when you – first bought the house, it may not be better to refinance. You might be getting more a, a worse payment. So just always look into everything, every avenue, all your avenues of approach that you can possibly make. Try to look at something into them to figure out what the best move is for you. So, Yeah, because I'm still waiting for the market to crash so I could buy my million-dollar house for like $400,000. And then you're going to – Y'all gonna see the Forever Rich MTV Crib Edition. I'm like, yeah. I got like eight rooms. They're not even, they're just empty. I just have them just because, you know, I have 12 rooms in my house and shit like that. I'm gonna be like, uh, I'm gonna be like, uh, what's his name? Uncle Leroy from uh, Next Friday. I got a pool with no water in it and shit. And I'm like, don't need no water. None of us know how to swim. Like, but the jacuzzi? Yeah. So, nah, but... Yeah, just educate yourself, man. It's not really that difficult. So many... So many sources. It's it's just... You just gotta take the time to do it. That's really what it comes down to. But, we're gonna get into our final topic. We're a little on track, so we're gonna try to keep it within the minutes. 30 minutes um, finally for real. Yeah, but uh so on the Breakfast Club, Tank was on there and he and they asked him a, a legitimate question, and, you know, being an ex play a player myself and AB Guapo, you know, he dabbles. 
Um, the question was, <laughs> does buying a drink for someone buy you a conversation? So basically, the senses of the question is, it's like, you know, you go to the club, AB, you know, got his little, he got his uh, off-whites on, you know, got a Ralph Polo on and, you know, a fitted hat and, you know, got his chains and all that. And he goes up to a girl and he's like, hey, baby, let me buy you a drink. She's like, okay. Now, since he offered to buy her a drink, does he automatically get that conversation with her? Or because he just offered drink, she could just take the drink and just skedaddle. So what's your point on this? I would say buying a drink does not automatically entice you to have conversation. So that's why you need to ensure if you're going to buy a girl a drink, you have to like throw in like that you're interested in talking to her. Because if you just say, if you just say, hey, can I get you a drink? Like, that's just a vague, open-ended anything. Like, you know, and and most women nowadays are going to say yes. Who's going to say no to that? I mean, like, shit. If someone came up to me and was like, yo, you want a drink? I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's not any different than, than that in the situation. So if you just, like, I always tell people, like, first thing, you know, is like, you're going to buy a girl a drink. Fill her out a little bit first. Maybe get like a two, three minute conversation in. Then be like, you know, hey, hey you know, like you want to buy a drink? You know, I'll buy you a drink and you know, we continue talking, talking. But no, I don't think it automatically gives you a conversation. And I think that's why some guys get so shitty when they buy people drinks because they think like, oh, she's going to sit here and talk to me now for 10 minutes. No, she's not. Maybe if she thought you were cute enough or maybe if she thought, you know, but you just don't know. And so I wouldn't assume, assume anything, especially nowadays. Don't assume anything. So put in a clause. It's kind of like a prenup. Put that in the, if you know, put it like a contract. Like, hey, you know, I'm interested in getting to know you a little bit. You know, wouldn't mind if I buy you a drink and we have like a little conversation. That way you cover all your bases. And then if she don't want to fuck with you after that, then, hey, you know, at least you got something out of it. That's my take on it. Okay, so basically you just follow Tank's point of view. You need to state what your main purpose is. So basically you had the yeah. same same idea. You need to say, hey, let me buy you a drink and have a conversation. So there you, therefore you know where it's going to go. If she's like, oh, okay, then she's obligated to give you a... She already agreed to the terms, kind of sense. Yeah, then you can um, be shitty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mine... I'm going to agree with you that it doesn't automatically uh, give you that conversation. Um, but just because you offer a drink doesn't mean that, like, how do I want to put this? Like, just because you offer a chick a drink doesn't mean, like, she's interested. You, sh- you shouldn't get that that conversation, if you know, if that makes sense. Like, for me, I never offered a chick a drink. If I knew, like you, like you say, you got to fill her out. You got to have that conversation with her. If she, you, you could. Majority, I would say, ninety percent of the time, if I was talking to a chick, I could automatically feel if she was feeling me or not. Oh, absolutely. So if I already knew that she body language, eye if, contact. If I knew she was fifty fifty, then I'd be like, oh no. no yeah, I exactly. I ain't buying exactly. no motherfucking drink. Now, can have I? Okay. 
100 uh have i ever bought a chick a drink and then it was just like all right deuces absolutely because when i hey when king diamond i gets drunk he's the most friendliest person in this whole motherfucking world i swear to god i'd be like acting like you a lost cousin that i've just reunited with after like 12 years i'd be like oh shit what's up homie hey let me buy you a drink real quick so i'm super friendly especially when i'm drinks when i'm drunk so of course i i bought females drink drinks before just because because i had the money so but that's another thing is i feel like a lot of dudes don't really necessarily have the money so they think oh. because they wasted their money on a drink for a female that they ought to, they owed something and a female and that never owes you anything that's literally what I was gonna say next is like if you're strapped for cash, you shouldn't be in there buying nobody drinks anyways. Like like because yeah. like that's that's one of the things about uh things guys kind of do nowadays that kind of bugs me is like, bro, if you're broke, you don't need to be going on dates. You need to be getting your money up so that you can go on a date and spend the money and not be sick. Like you can't expect to spend money and be like, well, well, I spent the money on you. Like, I, I should get something in return. Like, it's not, it's that's not how things work, you know, nowadays. And so, like, that's why you have to have your bread up. Like, that's why it's important. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be able to where it's like, hey, you know, it is what it is. That right there will be more attractive than being sick because you spent eight, nine, ten, wherever you live at, maybe even fifteen, twenty dollars on a drink or dinner or whatever it is, but. Yeah, like you gotta get your money right first. Like that's first and foremost. Yeah, my pockets still haven't recovered from Miami. That shit was ridiculous. She was Yeah, like, you know thirty three dollars for a shot of Henny. I was like, Are you coming with the shot of Henny? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I was gonna say now if you in like Miami or something like that, I just wouldn't buy nobody no drinks. Like it just the the drinks are just too expensive there. Um she gotta already be like talking about yeah we 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 hanging out tomorrow we, we coming back to the hotel something like something has to be pre-arranged already for some drinks in my hand that's that's yeah. just ridiculous when i go to them locations i become a hot girl because i'd be like margarita <laughs> let me yeah. get my margarita because especially claw. when we was in south beach it was like buy one get one free and it was like 50 dollars. but it was these big ass margaritas your boy was getting i was like I'm fucking finished in this bitch. Like I'm getting my money it's worth, and I was, I was feeling real good on the beach, like real good. But yeah, hell no. Like that's why I'd be like, and but the crazy part is, is like you get some females that think that they they automatically owe a drink. Like, oh, you gonna buy me and my friends a drink? Like, why do I need to buy you and your friends a drink? Like, I don't. Even, are y'all those are y'all package deal? Like, am I smashing all of you guys all at one time? Like, are we about to make this like a, a video because if not then then no nah, i don't owe your friends a drink like i mean i'm that, trying to get if, to know you then yes absolutely i'll get you a drink if, the, if those words even come out of her mouth that's a red flag are you gonna buy me and my friends a drink like huh like literally that's that's literally the reaction i i, I give to anybody that says that like why would you even continue to talk to someone like that so like th those are red flags maybe we'll do an episode on like cues and red flags and things to, to help some people out you know I, I feel like a lot of people out here don't really know the game or like you gain experience from the game by playing the game bro i can't people... I, I can't give away my master classes for free uh 
uh, you know, like a little bit. I give you a little bit. You know, some Andrew Tate shit where you know, like have like. See the crazy part is like everybody be talking King about him getting kicked out of motherfucking Instagram, Facebook. I don't even know who this dude is. I ain't never even seen a video of this motherfucker. But everybody <laughs> want to talk about him. So if I gotta be yeah. like him, then cool, because you know they keep keep up our ratings. He's like, a scammer. That's what he is. Oh, he's uh, like um the Twitter swindler, whatever his name is. Kind of. He he has like this. Uh, you know what the red pill community is. Like no. red pill, blue pill. Oh, okay, like, like the Matrix? Kind of. Basically, red pill means like, red pill content's like alpha male content. Like, how to be an alpha, how to like be rich, uh, how to be cool. Easy. Yeah, no. and then like blue pill is like simping, basically. So like, Andrew Tate's like was a red pill content. He used to be a kickboxer, but he's a red pill content creator. But he would spout like like real like hateful shit on on Instagram and Twitter like and incite like people to do things that were bad. So they they banned him. But he also has this thing called Hustler University. And for like fifty dollars a month, he supposedly teaches you how to become rich and cool. Obviously, it's not true. So, anyways, that's why I say like, here's here you are, you know, master class. Teaching people on on how to spit game for but my shit works for seventy five for seventy five dollars a month. I didn't say seventy five dollars a month. I just said I can't be giving free classes. Like I could give you a preview, a sample, but you heard, you specifically is a, a a protege of my works. The three two one go that was you never even knew of that concept until you met me, and I was like, hey, bro, is how you get them. I don't give a fuck if she's Beyonce. One, two, three, shoot shot. Whatever happens is gonna happen. So you can't I mean, sit yeah, here. And I'm, say, I'm not gonna say that none of none of your stuff was wasn't valuable. Now, do I be manipulating people to do things to their own will? Sometimes, like I can't even lie to you. I, I'm a, I'm for the people, all about the people. Sometimes I like to be devil's advocate. I like to see like how far you willing to go on some things, or you know, you say one thing, I'm gonna hold you to it, and then you know just. Be the puppet master, but you hear this, people? Don't even sign up for the class. You don't even know if you're getting real content. You might be getting manipulated. That's what I'm. No, nah, no. Nah. But I'm just well, saying. Okay, we'll just do this. Maybe we'll do a poll on Instagram or something and see if people would be maybe interested in that. So, all right, we'll let we'll let the people speak. We'll see if they want. You know, uh, Doctor Love's master class on games. <sighs> Dr. Love ain't come out in a minute. I, I I might set up an appointment with Dr. Love for y'all. You know, I I'll make a call, see if he if he can clear his schedule for a night. Yeah, see if he's available. We need a we need a special guest. We haven't had no guests all season. Yeah, I might have to. We might have to call up Grey Goose, see if we can get a sponsor, because you know he don't he got a drink. He, <laughs> he come on, so yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I I make that I make that uh. I'll make that call for you, for the fans. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know, you're so well-connected. I really am. I really am. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know, right? That's what they always say. But it's both for me. I know what I know, and I know who I know. So, therefore, two for the price of one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you guys, you have uh, heard it here first. 
you know, from uh, King Diamond Eye Entertainment. You know, he's gonna he's gonna hook you guys up. But we'll leave you guys with a cliffhanger there. Uh, we'll have to come back to that another time because we are out of time. But we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Sorry for it being a tad bit late. Had a little things going on, but we appreciate you guys hanging in there with us. We're trying to, you know, be improved every week. And I think we do a good job. So, um, you have any last words for the people, Mr. Uh, Hustler University? Bro, stop trying to stop trying to uh, disrespect me and trying to relate me to this Tate dude. I ain't like Tate. But, yes, I do have some final words. <laughs> Educate yourself because uh, once great advisor once told me, like, they could take away your money, your cash, all that, your house, your kids, but they can't take away your education. So educate yourself because it, it's going to help you in the long run. Put the blunt down. Put the bottles down. Dose, you know, and Henny can wait a minute. Read a book. Educate yourself, elevate yourself, and, you know, keep this positive mindset going because, you know, positive mindsets make the best positive outcomes. This is the Forever Rich Podcast. I'm getting tired. Deuces. Peace out, y'all.